Welcome to Don't Wait to Write with Amber Petty. Today, we're learning a little something. So first of all, thank you all so much for listening. I just got on the charts of Switzerland in the educational how-to podcast. So just jumped on the Swiss charts. Very excited about that. I do want to take a second to say, Ireland, what happened? Ireland, what happened? I was way high in your charts and you abandoned me. So thanks for nothing, Ireland. I'm just kidding. I love Ireland. (laughs) And I also kind of don't trust these charts, but I think they're fun. So I'm just teasing Ireland. I love all the Irish listeners and Swiss listeners and everybody else. It is still a marvel to me that people around the world can hear this. There's a part of me that thinks I'm just talking into my closet (laughs) or making my own radio show like I did as a kid. So I am tickled by everyone who listens. I'm I'm just teasing you, Ireland. So today I want to talk a little bit more about pitching and mostly why you should do it when you don't fucking feel like it. So when I say pitching, I mean you're pitching an idea to editors. That's specifically what I'm talking about. Uh, Although you could apply this to pitching yourself to be a guest on podcasts or to be a guest on something else or pitching yourself for a job, all kinds of things. But specifically, I mean you're sending an idea to an editor of a publication for them to say, yes, please write it or no thanks, not today. Pitching brings up all kinds of feelings. Because at first it really feels like you're saying, hey, this idea is so good. Give me money, please. Um, That's what it feels like. But that's not what you're doing when you pitch an article. When you pitch an article, you aren't some random person who's just knocking down the door of an editor, ruining their day with your possible idea. Now, occasionally editors kind of act like that's what's happening, but that is because they have too much to do and are getting burnt out at the moment. Their job is to look at emails and to get story ideas from people. That's a huge chunk of their job. And in fact, if they didn't have freelancers reaching out, they would not have enough story ideas to make the publications work. Because even big publications don't have enough staff to fulfill all the needs of the internet, which is a a vast, never-ending pit of content that always needs new stuff. No matter who you are, whether you have a billion cool bylines or if you haven't written a published professional thing before, your story idea is still valid. And that's what editors are looking for. They're looking for story ideas. And when you say, hey, here's a story idea I have, and it works for them, you just saved them work. So they go, oh, good. Now, I don't have to think of a ton more ideas, or my staff doesn't have to think of a ton more ideas on top of all the ideas we've all already had to think of. This one was just handed to me. Thank you. Now, I know it doesn't feel like that. It doesn't feel like you're solving a problem or being this gracious person just delivering perfect story ideas on somebody's doorstep, but that is really what's going on. Unfortunately, that doesn't mean the editor is going to say yes to every story idea you bring, but they're going to say yes to some, and that makes a difference. 
Another thing that stops people from pitching is feeling like they might embarrass themselves or make a bad impression. You don't want to send a pitch that's bad because, oh, the editor will think it's terrible and mark you down as an unprofessional person and not want to work with you in the future. That seems like that could be likely, but it's not. Editors get tons of emails and tons of pitches. And when they're considering a pitch, they aren't considering you as a writer. They're considering the story idea. So even if they get a pitch that is absolutely not what they wanted, that's not anywhere near (laughs) what they're looking for today, they don't blacklist that writer. They just go, no, this isn't what I want move on and immediately forget the pitch even happened. And I think I've said this before, but I'll repeat it probably forever. I've talked to multiple editors and asked, what's the worst pitch you ever got? And no one can ever answer because they don't remember. They don't remember. They have too many things to do. So even if you send out the worst pitch in the world, they aren't going to remember you. So when you pitch again, Oops, it's just like you've dropped out of the sky once again and you are starting anew. Now again, like don't pitch something that's super racist or call the editor a bitch or something like that. Then they might remember. But if you just pitch a story that's not a good story idea for them, that will not be memorable and you get to start fresh the next time you reach out. So the reality of pitching is you're potentially saving an editor a lot of time and hassle and brain space by delivering them an idea. And in the worst case, you can't embarrass yourself and you're not going to make a bad impression. So why does pitching still feel so hard? Well, because we're fucking humans and it's hard. (laughs) It's just hard to reach out and basically promote yourself or have the confidence in your story idea or go through the many rejections that happen before somebody does say yes to it. So I just want to be clear that everything I'm saying is true. This is how editors look at it. This is how you can look at it to help you. But also, I'm not crazy. It still is hard to do (laughs) because you do have to every time get up your own confidence to do it. You've got to figure out the story idea. You've got to find the editor's contact information. It's not hard, hard, but it's not easy. And because there's lots of weird little steps in the way, that gives you more opportunity for all your inner critic voices to just go off and tell you all the reasons you shouldn't pitch, and then, oops, it's been weeks since you've tried. And the reason why pitching is so important, almost especially when you don't want to, is it can get you great things. (laughs) Getting a byline in a even a small publication, that's money you get. That's now you've worked with an editor, you know how it how it goes. You become a better writer through doing it. And it only helps you get more work in the future. One pitch doesn't change your life. No individual pitch changes your life. But each pitch can lead to something cool. It can lead to a little something more or into a relationship with an editor that develops or into something else that helps you start a different business or life path. You never know, but opening that door 
to that publication and writing and getting money for writing and exposing your writing to a new audience, that is always good. Like I said, that one pitch is never going to change your life, but every individual pitch has the opportunity to open a door down a different interesting path. And so that's why you want to pitch. Now, once again, I know this, I'm kind of making it sound easy, and it can be a frustrating process. So that is why I am doing the pitching sprint. So this is five days. It is a week long. It starts February 27th, and we'll meet every day. And three of those days, I will give you at least three pitching places to choose from. So I give you the publication the editor contact info, a little bit of information about what they're looking for or types of things they're looking for. I give you the links to the publication so you can check it out quickly and write. Plus, before the week starts, I'm giving you a quick mini course on pitching so you know what you're doing. So you don't have to go, wait, what what do I even put in here? You'll know what to do. So three of those days, I tell you exactly where to pitch. Then two of the days, I answer your questions. And throughout, we also get writing time. So you will have time to write during class. So you don't get a chance to even put it off. You get to see what they want right then and start writing it right then. (laughs) So we're cutting down all the time where those beautiful inner critic voices can go, actually, how about we don't do this? Nope, we're just, we're blowing right through. We're going right past those. So you can actually write and start sending this stuff out. And like I said, there's those days open for questions. Just so if you can't come every day, it's no problem. There are replays. You'll still get the links to everything if you can't be there live. And those couple days in between as a buffer. So you don't have to pitch every single day, but you get a little time to write, see what your actual questions are, ask them, and get support for all the little things that come up to make this difficult. So by the end of it, you will absolutely have sent out at least one pitch. Pitching will feel easier and you'll have momentum for pitching in the future. So it's all of that plus training on pitching. And it is $20, everybody. It is $20, a $20 bill. I mean, don't give me a $20 bill. It has to be paid online, but $20. So if you sold anything, you would pay for it. <laughs> if you sold any, any story would pay more than $20. And the places that I'm going to be giving you all pay more than $20. <laughs> they all will actually pay probably, maybe there'll be one in the 150 range, but it'll be closer to, you know, $300, $400 for the most part. Also, to make it easier, once again, I'm giving out prizes. So every day you show up live, you get a chance to win a $20 Amazon gift card. And if you show up live on Friday, you get a chance to win $100. And I do that just because there are so many reasons not to pitch. Something happens in life, you feel like you don't have the time. Oh, I got to find this and now it's hard. Oh, but it's scary and I don't want to do it. I don't want to get rejected. All of those things come up. So anything I can do to incentivize you to show up there, so you can actually focus and write and take that time for yourself. Any little thing that helps, I want to do. And yeah, $20, it's not changing your life, but 
it might give you that extra little reason to show up at the keyboard and give something a try. So that's why I give out the prizes. One, it adds a little bit of fun to everything. And any kind of fun we can add to pitching, we want to pile it on. There's not a lot of fun built in. So I'm, we're adding, adding some extra. Anything that makes it fun. And all those little incentives sometimes can just tip you over from not doing it to doing it. So this pitching sprint is $20. You could win it back. You could win five times it back, actually, if you show up live on Friday. And regardless of just the luck of the draw, you could absolutely make your money back by landing any of the at least nine pitching opportunities I'm going to give you. So that's coming up. That starts February 27th. And you can sign up on my website at amberpetty.com slash pitching sprint all one word pitching sprint also you should see it on the home page but you can go right to pitching sprint if you like okay that's it for today thank you so much for listening be sure to rate and review and tell a few more irish friends so I get back up on those charts, this very important education how-to charts of podcasts. Very important stuff. But anyway, it does help a ton when you give ratings or tell friends. So honestly, I would love it. Uh, once again, Ireland, I still, I still love you. It's okay. All right, that's it for today. I will see you soon, and I can't wait to see what you write.